Hello everyone and welcome to Manager Mayhem from the Sack Race. We're back. I'm Jack Kitson. Simon, he's here. Lily uh, we've had an international break of our own kind of. <laughs> Quite an extensive one. We're <laughs> not for about a month, but um, we're back and we're going to run through all the uh, all the latest in the Manager Merry-Go-Rounds, looking at all the um, the jobs that are still going. No one really wants to... Hire anyone. Hire anyone at the moment or... Or the other way around, nobody wants a job. Um, <laughs> this includes in the international scene as well, look at a p some possible vacancies that will open up. But uh, we'll start with the uh, Premier League sack race. There's been four casualties so far. Slavin Bilic was the most recent one. He, of course, has been replaced by David Moyes, who takes charge of West Ham for the first time this weekend. It'll be his 500th game. Uh, 500th Premier League game, I think. Yeah, in um, incredible record. and um, Quite a record. Will they beat Watford? Flying start? I think they will, yeah. And I think he'll uh, sort them out. And I hope he can get his managerial reputation back on track and uh, get West Ham up the table. They've got a decent squad there and I'd like to see him do well. Do you think he's got a bit too much stick so far? He's He's been absolutely ridiculed by us I, as well. I think he's got deserved stick in some areas. Uh, I think Man United was tough on him. I don't think he did that badly, to be honest. But obviously they weren't title challengers and they did finish seventh. Um, so maybe he was he was right to be sacked from there. But then I think his decisions after that weren't the best, and I think he would admit that probably going to Spain wasn't the best idea. And then if you take a job, if you take a job at Sunderland, I mean I think if you see look at them this season, Sunderland's problems were far deeper than David Moyes. Um, so I think you can scrub that one off and. Look at the positives he had at Everton, and hopefully take that back into what he's we'll doing get at West Ham. Sunderland uh, shortly, but that we may lose some viewers when, uh, <laughs> when talking about them. But for the moment, uh, Ronald Koeman, of course, was axed by Everton. That's the only Everton. Uh, it's the only vacancy still available at the moment. Uh, they've had David Unsworth in charge. He's had four games, one one, lost three, be knocked out of two cup competitions. Um, they obviously don't want Unsworth. They've gone into for Marco Silva. It's been rejected by Watford. They're coming again. They're Probably going to offer ten million for him. Um, could Marco Silva actually jump Premier League duckouts and have his third Premier League job in a year? I would if I was him. Yeah. I mean, I don't see what he's done. He's had a good few good results this season. Watford are doing fairly well. They're in ninth at the minute. But I mean, what are they, when is he ever going to get a chance to go to Everton again, a top top seven team in the in the country? He got relegated with Hull last year. Managed to get another Premier League job. So why not move on? You know, get get going. Leave Watford to it. They they'll be in the bottom half of the season probably. Um, if Marco Silva leaves and if he stays, you know, they'll they'll be challenging for that seventh place possibly. But it, I feel um, Watford managers don't last long, do they? they a, a, season a season and match. I yeah. think since Zola, no managers managed fifty games. I mean, so he's probably going to get axed anyway or kicked out. So yeah. why not give him a taste of their own medicine? Yeah, it's going to cost Everton a lot of money, though. Well, is it a lot of money? It's a lot of money for a manager, but £10 million in the Premier League these days is absolutely nothing, really, yeah, isn't it? Sure. So for a manager, if he's going to be there for three or four seasons and Everton really want him and think he's their man, I think that's a decent price. Watford can get someone else good in with their with that money. One interesting name who's just come out of nowhere is uh, the former Watford boss, Oscar Garcia, who left his job at St Etienne um, on Thursday or Wednesday, it was this week. Um, he suddenly shot in at 16-1, to 1, but I'll be putting him in the frame for the Watford job. I mean, they Go love uh, hiring a new manager, don't they? back to the Hornets. Yeah, and... Uh... Maybe Jukanovic at Fulham might fancy another go at Watford. But anyway, we're, yeah. we're speculating. Marco Silva might stay and he might do a great job at Watford, but I think he should leave. Do you think this one will be sorted out in the next couple of weeks? 
you thought they would have done it international break. Do you think they're just going to keep going in for silver until Watford crack? Yeah, give it two weeks, I think, and uh, they'll have sorted it, whether it be silver or whether they, they realise they can't get him. But, yeah, I mean, silver is top of the next Premier League manager to leave this six to four is at the moment. And I think they'll they'll get their man. Money talks. In terms of that market, uh, next manager to leave, we've got Tony Pulis who's in all sorts of trouble. He's getting like, abuse from... Yeah, they Everywhere. won out at the end of their last game. Pulis out, but I can't see the owners because they want to stay up, don't they? And it's a big risk to get rid of Pulis. I know they're not on a great run at all. Three you in the three losses in a row. He preserved that record. Paul Clement is the man. I think that's in a bit of trouble. Come under a bit of pressure at Swansea. Chris Coleman. We we'll get to Chris Coleman in a bit. Chris Coleman, if he leaves Wales, he's con- constantly said he won't go to Swansea. But could you see that one happening? He's flirting, isn't he, with the idea of leaving Wales? And of of course, I mean, I I don't see why international managers can't do a club job and an international job in this no, day and age. Did it. I know, and I don't see the big problem with it and why you have to do one or the other. I think Coleman could do Swansea in Wales. I think Michael O'Neill could do Northern Ireland and another job. And I if you don't, if you're not in a major tournament in the summer. Then you should be able to do both, in my opinion. So you play about eight games a year. I know, and you'd be able, you'd be knowing other players, getting to know possible uh, targets for your international team, and and I so think big, it could work big well. Sam's like with every international job going. He he, by the way, by the way, isn't getting the Everton job. Uh basically USA, Northern Ireland, Republic We've got of that. Wales. He'll end up in the USA. Italy? I think. Fine wine. Dynam. Dine and wine, wine and dine, big Sam. But we've got a hunch he'll end up in the USA, haven't we? Um, yeah. Kind of suits his lifestyle, not just because he's big Sam, but you know, laid back, chilled out, and I think he'd uh, do a decent job over there. I think they'd quite like a, you know, famous English English manager. Definitely, yeah, right. Uh, Sunderland, rock bottom of the league. They sat Simon Grayson last month in October. They're interested in Paul Heckingbottom, the Barnsley boss. Apparently set to offer him seven hundred fifty thousand uh, pounds salary, but that's a big increase in what he's on at Barnsley. Apparently he's, on the, he's barely on a six-figure salary at Barnsley. Uh, there's also Michael O'Neill, uh, Northern Ireland. There's been no approach yet, we believe. Isa Crank has been in the mix for that one since the start, former Middlesbrough boss. Ali McCoist, who again has been linked to the last week, has reiterated his desire that he wants the job. He spent two seasons there as a player, only managed Rangers, and that was about three years ago. Who... It's just, it's quite a plain, plain market. It's been dragging on. Of course, it's Martin O'Neill as well, the former Southern manager. Do you think Paul Heckingbottom, who's done really well at Barnsley, do you think this is the, the right step for him? No, I don't know. He's on now, by the way. I think um, he, he's, he's very short price, but why would he drop down, you know, 12 odd places in the table? Barnsley are a fairly solid mid table championship club these days. He's done a very good job to make them into that outfit and uh, I just don't see why he'd go to a club in such turmoil apart from as you mentioned the money increase but to be honest I don't know if it's worth it for him I think if he stays at Barnsley a little bit longer he could probably get a much more stable club in the championship and Sunderland I don't think I'm, I'm not sure a new manager will, can come in and save Sunderland to be honest no, I think they're doomed I think they're they're really in a relegation battle this season. I don't. But then think... should they take a chance on someone like Ali McCoist and just look? Look, we we may not stay up. We're not gonna hopes aren't high, but we want to build for the future. I, that could be in League One, or do you think they 
They really I don't think Ali McCoist is, is the right man for the job either. I think you're right in saying they should take a chance, but they should take a chance Michael on one Hill. of League Two's top managers. I think Nathan Jones should be top He's of their list. Now, he? He's really drifted out. He was linked with them, but a manager like that in League Two who's been doing well, mm. that he'd fancy Sunderland and yeah. put a challenge in the Championship. Then even if they go down, he's still a division above them where he was yeah. on a better salary with a better squad. So I don't think any none of those names on that list inspire me. Ita Crank is probably the best manager there. Yeah. Um, if you come back to us in a year, we'll still be talking about this marketing. <laughs> yeah. When Sunderland the bottom of the League job. One. Yeah, League One. Um, okay, Barry uh, in League One sat Lee Clark last month as well. Uh, Ryan Lowe has been in caretaker charge. He looked to be doing okay, and then they suffered a three-nil hammering at home to Woking in the cup. Um, which looked at has hampered his chances. They've not. No one has a clue. This market again. There's no clear favourite. Everyone's around four to one, six to one. Steve Evans is still right up there. I can't personally see him take that job. If, if Steve Evans goes to Berry, I will eat my hat. I'll buy a hat and I'll eat it. It's not happening. <laughs> all right, four to one. He is not not happening. At all, Berry are in shocking form at the moment. It, Ryan Lowe done all right. They got a few draws. Right season, we? Yeah, they, well, they've got a Last big wage. Holden, we all predicted big things to them. They got a big wage bill. Jermaine Beckford up front. Chris Maguire, but they've been rubbish. One win in eight, and that win came in the, the Czech Trade Trophy yeah. at home. I believe it was to Stokes under twenty one. So that's not really a win. It we, doesn't doesn't really count. We can talk about Sunderland. Uh, Simon Grayson today. He loves the North. Blackpool, Leeds, Huddersfield, Preston, Sunderland. I can see that. I think out of all the names on that list, that one sticks out to me as the most likely to happen. I can't believe he's longer odds than Steve Evans is. Um, Evans is really working on something at Mansfield. He's on a decent wage there. They've spent big money. I don't think he's leaving before the end of the season unless it's to a championship club. A 20 to 1 shot and a birthday boy today. Paul Scholes. Yeah, Is he I mean, ever going to get into the get Happy job? birthday. He will never get a management job. He's, <laughs> Paul Scholes and Ryan Giggs are in the same boat of they're listed in every market between 20 to 1 and 33 to 1 and don't waste your money. Uh, before we dot up to Scotland, Leighton Orient, non league, they got relegated last season. Uh, Sack Steve Davis. Uh, they're now looking for. I mean, manager number 100 this year, is it? Uh, Justin Edinburgh is the awesome favourite. He was, of course, the first casualty in the top four tiers this season when Northampton sent him packing in August. I think that would uh, be a good appointment for I think decent, yeah. yeah. He's, he's got extensive non-league experience. And um, I think they yeah, find it maybe difficult to get a League 2, League 1 job at the moment. So, Well, Leighton Orin are a, a tough job, aren't they? But they've managed to pull things around and get rid of their... Dodgy owner, I think they're still feeling the after effects of that. They'd like to be challenging for promotion, but it doesn't look like yeah, it's going to materialise this season. Yeah, um, they need to make sure they don't get relegated, obviously. But I think if Edinburgh comes in, that'll be a good point. I think they're regretting appointing Steve Davis, which I think um, I, I might not have said on the podcast, but he was in shocking form at the end of his time at Crew, and the mm. fans were on his back there. So to see him get the Leighton Orient job was a bit of a Where shock, to, to be Davis? honest. I mean, he's. He did well at the start with Crew. Five years, I think, he's spent at Crew. Yeah, um, but things got a bit stagnant for him. When you, I know managers are chopped and changed all the time these days, but I think five years is quite a long period to continually improve a club, and, and things were regressing for him at Crew, which eventually led to his sack, and which the Crew fans I know were very pleased about. Um, but yeah, it seemed like go to Leighton Orient. I didn't think he, he would be the man to challenge for promotion, and that's what's materialised. So I think they need someone to go in there, ruffle a few feathers, and really kind of get them going up the table and yeah. they might be able to sneak a playoff place there's a long way to go um, yeah. but uh, yeah maybe next season uh, okay Rangers another team who sat the manager in October um, Pedro Cascina 
Um, he's just been linked with a move to Mexico. And forgive my pronunciation, Pachuca? Pachuca. Pachuca. Maybe, yeah. Maybe, yeah. We're not, we're not too sure on that one. Uh, Mexican Giants. Uh, so that's an interesting review. In terms of who's going to replace him, I mean, Derek McInnes has been the top of that market forever. We're not really, it's like we're in some sort of time warp here at the Sat Crest at the moment. these jobs, we're There's sorry been... if we've, we've lost anyone at the moment, but it's just the, the similar names being linked. They've no been on the market for about a month, six weeks, yeah. most of these jobs, and usually managers are appointed within a week or uh, and snapped up and the teams start to improve, but the teams we've talked about have been available and no one wants I'm, I'm going to throw a name in there, Chris Coleman. Oh, Chris Coleman. To Rangers. To Rangers, so, should he leave Wales? Of course, we don't know this yet. He's going to be linked with a, a lot of clubs. I don't know if the Premier League is... But we've said Swansea potentially maybe has to look in the Championship. Why not Rangers? Not a bad chat. I'm going to throw a random question here at you, Jack. No, um, so if you were a manager, would you rather manage Rangers or Scotland? Because I'm sure... Some managers have had this this offer. This is what we were saying about David Moyes before, wasn't Aye. it? If he's, gonna, he's linked with both. If you're a Scottish manager especially. I think, well, this is, again, with Michael O'Neill, is going to Scotland from Northern Ireland, is that a step up? It's the most sideways move ever, isn't it? Um, Scotland, I think, they've been so unlucky in the last couple of qualifications, just missed out of their like, final game. I think there's a decent chance that they can actually make it through yeah. to the Euros. Whereas um, Rangers are always the third best team in Scotland. Fourth, now, are they? Four, fourth, fourth, yeah. Um, I think yeah, the SPL at the moment, there's such a gap. It's just playing for second, isn't it? Mm. I'd go with Scotland at the moment, yeah. I think. Okay. Yeah. Chance to rejuvenate the country. Um, so, yeah, in terms of Rangers, uh, we don't have a clue. <laughs> but with Van Broncos, again, a former player, linked with them as well. Um, I can see that one dragging on a little bit. Yeah. So, Ali McCoist. <laughs> well, he might get the Scotland job, who knows? Yeah. There might be a bit of a merry, merry-go-round in the international home countries, couldn't there? Michael O'Neill, Coleman, exactly, yeah. Strachan, this Martin is... O'Neill, with them all failing to qualify. You actually the gun. I was going oh, to sorry. Say, um, I've got a stale go for you here. I'm just okay, going to yep. the internationals uh, teams and uh, I want to hear your opinion, Simon. Oh. I'm sure our viewers do as well. Wales, Chris Coleman, stale go. I think he should stay. To be honest, I think he's done a good job at Wales. Obviously, they completely bowled it this this time around to I at home to Ireland. But the progress they've made from a team you would never be on. The, they're kind of like a Scotland team, aren't they? Trying to qualify for a major tournament, he's taken them to the next level where they should be qualifying for major tournaments. And obviously, they had a great run at the Euros a couple of years ago now. They're fighting last chance to qualify again for the for the Euros. Yeah, I mean, he could get them set and ready to go. Uh Having supported a club which Chris Coleman managed, I'd like to say maybe club football's not for him. <laughs> <laughs> Commentary, by the way. Probably know this already. Okay, Northern Ireland, Mike O'Neill. He's been hotly linked with numerous jobs. Is he? Should he stay? I think... Is this now the time? This is, this is a really tough one for Michael O'Neill. I, I think he should stay given the vacancies that are around at the minute. Rangers, Sunderland, Scotland. I don't think he should take any of them. I think he's better than that and he should have some self-worth about him. But Why not Everton? Why aren't Everton interested? That's the thing. Is is he not? A, Do you think he's uh, just not like uh, flashy enough because he's done such possibly. a good job? But it's, I mean, it, Northern Ireland don't score a lot of goals. They don't so play they attractive just, football. Yeah. It's mainly lumpy. It's a bit of the Dyche and Burnley, isn't it? So yeah, they're just solid. Grind out the result. That's what but, I'm saying. Maybe not on Everton, but I'm thinking a lower league. Uh, sorry, a lower Premier League table or a top Championship club. I think West Brom, if they get rid of Pulis, should be going all out for Michael O'Neill. To be honest, well, Pulis is uh, being linked uh, to the Ireland job. 
actually. At the Northern oh. Ireland job, sorry. This job. So they could swap. But if Coleman goes, off. the Welshman could be getting, yeah. have, have a go away. Exactly. So Mike O'Neill, is he, is he going to stay? I think he'll stay because of the lack of decent jobs on the yeah. market now. Okay, and now to Ireland, Martin O'Neill. They're crushing 5-1 defeat to Denmark. Um, is his time up, do you think? I don't think it is. I think that was a, a one-off result. I think Ireland fans will... Uh, admire the job he's done. I think that result. He was getting a lot of stick on Twitter. Where yeah, the emotions were running well, high. I yeah. mean, you can criticise. I mean, he had that game away at Georgia where he went one nil up and tried to park the bus, and he got a lot of criticism for that because they dropped points in the end. Uh, I don't know who could take Ireland. Who could do a better job with Ireland currently? Mick McCarthy. Mick- <laughs> <Can> he <come back? laughs> he's yeah. up in the betting. Check it out on the Saturdays.com. He's a, he's right up there. I mean, it's a really interesting one after all these international results and. I think Michael O'Neill, sorry, Martin O'Neill will stay with the Republic of Ireland. Maybe there'll be a reshuffle in his backroom staff. Maybe Roy Keane will be uh, moved on. Maybe Mick McCarthy. I don't know. I've got a a future name. Not now, but a future name. Chris Hewton. Yeah, I mean, he's having a bit of a decent spell in the Premier League at the moment. moment, I think he's, yeah. Down the line, maybe. Maybe a couple of seasons in the Premier League. But if he keeps Brian in the Premier League for a few years, maybe he could get a better job in, in the Premier League. Yeah, interesting one. Right, there's um, obviously international football. We've had the uh, the great England two back to back nil nils that I covered. Didn't see a single <laughs> single goal. You weren't entertained, but um, on one hand, um, we did let a goal in to the world champions, and they're the favourites for the World Cup. An unbelievably strong results. I, I know, and we had a significantly weaker team as well. Southgate brought all the youngsters through as well. I thought a few of them played quite well. Um, on the other hand. We're still not being entertained, are we? But I think that's a bit of a harsh yeah. critique. I think Gareth Southgate deserves a lot of credit here for the approach he's had to the young players and how he's shown faith in putting them in the squad. And it's really refreshing. And it's glad to see in the media he's getting a bit more praise because mm. before those two friendlies, it was like, what is he doing? So he could have backfired, couldn't Rupert, it? could have lost he, like 3-4-0. Yeah, the defense, even if we did. The three-man defence as well with the win Joe Gomez was incredible yeah. against Brazil. I think he's really made a claim for himself. That will give him more confidence going into the league. Maybe he'll get more points to Liverpool. And this is how it's got to work. Maybe, maybe the England team is a chance for some of fringe Premier League players to prove themselves and get into their club teams which yeah. then benefits I know, it's, the England it's team it's turned. Loftus-Cheek was uh, good against Germany but then got injured as you say Solanke looked okay when he get, got on even though he's not getting a chance for Liverpool and I think Gareth Southgate's philosophy with his formation he seems to be have an idea of what he wants to do we did have a lot of missing players but yeah I think there's a, more positives than negatives to take out of what might have not been an entertaining international break, but it was encouraging, perhaps. Oh, it's definitely. We've got Netherlands and uh, Italy, of course. Both of them missing. I know. The world That's Cup. the thing. Uh, we get a lot of criticism for how boring England are. Poor we are. This you made it. it we, we, we qualify for the World Cup, and that's all you have to do Italy in the qualification campaign. Italy looking for a new boss called Antonio Conte? Go oh. <laughs> perhaps, perhaps. Anyway, oh. so yeah, positives for England, I think. Okay, guys, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, check out the satrace.com where these markets will probably be the same over the next <laughs> few days. Rangers, Sunderland, Everton, Bury, um, and we've also got the international markets up there as well. Uh, Simon, thanks for coming on, mate. Thanks a lot, Jack. Cheers, guys. Don't forget to like, uh, subscribe, retweet, and send us your reviews as well. Cheers. Cheers.